What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LRGPA podcast. I'm your host, Alberto Rodriguez, with my co-host, GP to the A. What's up, dog? What's happening? What's happening? Today, man, we have our special guest, Mr. Little One, the Boogeyman. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? (laughs) I had to. I had to. (laughs) Boogeyman. Hey, what's up, man? Can't. To the best, to the ah. <laughs> I'm gonna start the show the same way that I'm gonna end the show. We need a new GPA album now. It's like that, huh? Yes. On blast. Damn, he put. Yeah. Hey, man, we we need a re-release of a uh, hard times too. That's what we need too, man. Yeah, we need that too and videos. Oh, I'm a Sasquatch, bro. I'm. A- I'm the Sasquatch. The, bro, that music is timeless. Broski, yeah. you're yeah. still bro. you. That hey, yo, change. Little. That's what I've been telling him, dog. That's what I've been telling him, dog. We're going to get him to do it. No doubt. So I was your day today, man. going to come get you, bro. <laughs> come kidnap me? Yeah. We're going to kidnap you for like two weeks. <laughs> so how was your day today man it looked like you were pretty busy today bro today was a good day man i went and did my podcast i have brother shadow on there and it was it was really 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 good a lot wow. of people know shadow for just being shadow but they don't know some of the things he went through that uh, was important for me uh you know for him to share that man so it was it went really i'm really 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 happy about today's uh, interview yeah, man, um, I caught your show today, like we were talking about earlier. And like I said, I'm super impressed by, I wouldn't say the angle, but your uniqueness of your show. Thank you. Uh, I was telling Albert, Albert was like, what do you think? He's, you know, the, the it's, it's getting hyped up pretty good. And I was like, I got it in my mind, bro. If you're going to expect, uh, and we talked about this last week on the show, our show too. If you're yeah, going to expect the... Uh, a Tony A thing, or are you going to expect the ALRGPA podcast or something like Gangster Chronicles, something like that? I don't think that's what's going to be about. And then when I watched Diggy's story and heard him, and like, the thing that resonated the most with me is when Diggy was like, hey, do something today because you may not have tomorrow to do it. And hearing his story was like, wow, man, it's powerful. And then when I talked about your, uh, you know what I'm saying, when I, I seen that you're going to have the new guest on today, I was curious on how you were going to follow up with the powerful show like that. And then hearing Flossie's story was like, damn, that shit's, t- that's, that's a bad, that's a, that's a dope story too, man. So props to you, bro, on the show, man. Get two good, two, two good first episodes. Very yeah, good, bro. Very good. Very good, man. And um, we're, I'm going to add to the podcast, like every Wednesday starting, I believe next Wednesday, I'm going to have different segments that are just going to be audio. And I'm going to talk on like, my history with alcoholism, my history with dysfunction, my, you know, different topics that are going to be just audio, but every Friday there's going to be an interview. And, you know, we all know a lot of people. So a lot of people know some of these artists just as artists. So it's my objective is for people to get to know the other side of it and know some of the stories that people may not know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, uh, I want to get I want to get GPA on there too. So, you know that's no doubt. And you know, it's uh, it's good for my spirit. It's therapeutic for me. 
especially where I'm at in my life. And, uh, you know, just as people, that's very, very important to me. The content of the show matters to me more than anything else. At this point in my life, if, if somebody told me, hey, dog, you want to sell 10 million albums or you just you want to continue to be a voice for growth, I'm going to take the voice for growth. When you when you did that show, the one with Diggy, the first that was what a like twenty five minute episode, right? That episode was so the it was it was like a big impact compared to like other shows that are over hours and hours of just talking, and the material just just the story was so good, man. Like that was such a great first show, bro. Like, thank you, amazing. I, I've, I'm a I'm a big believer. And this coming from a person that has lived on the flip side of how I live now, but I'm a I'm a big believer because life has shown me that when things are pure and things are real, they hit you a different way. You know what I'm saying? Like you're able to gravitate to them in a different form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, that's that's so, some real shit, bro. So little, like like Albert just said, your that show. In 25 minutes, and I'm just talking Diggy show. That show was yeah. 25 minutes, and it was that powerful. How much stuff didn't make the cut? Like, how long did you guys record? And how much stuff did you be like, we're gonna have to not put that in there, not put that in there, or it was just that was it just it. all fell together. That okay. was it. And then wow. plus, today Shadows was 45 minutes. Mm. You know, and uh, I, I'm really proud of him. And I'm proud that he opened up about some of the things that he opened up. And, you know, things just flow naturally when they just come from a good place. Mm, that's awesome. Let me ask you a question, man. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Little. Um, how did you and GPA meet? We met at, at Madman Studio. He was, okay. we were twins. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? GPA looked a lot alike. We even, hey, bro, we even had somebody look at, they didn't, couldn't tell in a picture, bro, yeah. if it was me or if it was him. <laughs> we met GPA, and like, I would look at him and be like, this motherfucker looks a lot like me, you know? White <laughs> t-shirt, bald head, you know what I mean? He had a a boy, his boy, our voices are similar, and we just wiped out. We got along really good, man. That's yeah. dope, man. Because he was the only feature that you did have on once in a decade. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. And he, you know, he, he's just very, very, he just, he's just a great dude, man. And he's very, very talented. And, you know, ain't nothing changed at that time when we were doing that. Like he was the only one that was qualified to jump on that shit on that level. So I'm asking this as a fan, me, myself personally, because I've been a fan of you guys' music for fucking forever. How did you get GPA to jump on that track? I just asked him. Pretty and much, he, yeah. He's like, all right. And we did it. <laughs> that's what that's what's up, man. I remember going back to when we first met. I remember before you hit the studio, Reggie knew I was from some somewhere. He knew you were coming in and you were from somewhere. And he asked, like, hey, I got this guy coming in. He's from this part of town. Is there is there gonna be problems? And I was like, if he's cool, I'm cool. Right? And then the way he, the way he, the way that the impression was at first was like, it's, there might be some tension, but as soon as dude hit the studio, bro, it was like, it was, it was a party. It was yeah. a party the entire time. And oh, G- 
Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then we, we never even, we never even like introduced each other. We never even uh, like shook hands. It wasn't even about, hey, I'm so and so from this place and I'm so and so from that place. It was, <laughs> it was like, hey, I'm little. Hey, what's up? I'm GPA. Nice to meet you. And we just vibed. And that, that was it. it. Yeah, like we didn't. It didn't matter where he was from, or like none of that mattered. Like that was. Those were some good times, man. That was. A, that was. You know, that whole vibe was was. It started out really good. Yeah, that's fucking. That's what's up, man. That's. That's timeless. It's timeless. It is. It, it, it is absolutely timeless. You know what I'm saying? And 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 GPA has always been a timeless dude. You know, he's always been ahead of his time. Period. You know and. You know, I it was just it was really dope, and I'm really honored that he jumped on once in a decade, and that everybody knows that. I hear that all the time, like, "Hey, GPA, with GPA, GPA." Hey, and I'm a, and, and barely, and the only one that was able to figure it out, little that I was on actually two songs, was this guy, this guy over here, this guy over there. Yeah, he was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, let me snuff her. Nah, let her suffer. <laughs> it's always suicide if she's really had enough for the sickest individual. And then, and then that was all. Coming in, let me warn you. Lay it on you. Like the mist yeah. and the fog in the blind you. Seven, eight, one, wreck, run when we find you. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is something that I had said a couple times, bro. And, and I had one person other than myself remember this and that was uh omar last week when we were um interviewing him and i've been telling albert and i've said it a couple times on some of our shows that during that entire time and, and so you and i kicked it pretty hard from once in a decade so probably like 13th scorn yeah and that entire time bro we're talking at the studio at your house Wherever at, at, from from Madman's to Vicious's studio, I never saw you walk in with a notebook, bro. Yeah. Never. Yeah. And I never when when I was at your house and you had your little tape recorder and your thesaurus and your dictionary and your other book here, I never saw a notebook. Yeah. And, and this dude would be like, "Hey, check out this hook." Blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, that's dope. When where'd you when you write that? Oh, I, I'm doing it right now. Yeah. And then he would like. Continue. How in the hell did you do that, bro? I don't know. I would just remember everything. I would just, I would just remember. Like, I wouldn't write. I would just remember. And and and, do you still do that, or do you write it now? I, I I do it a lot, and like they get weirded out at the studio sometimes too. But I'm just like, this is easy. You know, it just you thought we become like, you become like a wor wordsmith. You know what I'm saying? Like words become part of your you know computer you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like it becomes like hey i finna get ready to go to the store does anybody want something mm -hmm. you know you're gonna be making a run at the light remember like oh yeah all the time yeah <laughs> it's like i don't know i mean i write stuff down sometimes like in my phone you know but for the most part like i figure if it's good enough i'll remember it mm. Mm. Yeah, because I remember it just it used to trip us out, bro, because I come in with like four or five different pages because I was working on something. And then little come in and, blah, 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 and I'm like, how the hell do you do that right now, man? Let me rip this shit up. Dude. I, was insane. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I mean, like I said, like other things have happened now in my life where whatever you put your energy to, you know, at that time, there was nothing else going on but music. 
You know what yeah. I mean? So that was what I gave all my energy to. So once in a decade, right? Again, we'll probably let it out. Once in a decade was anticipation to be a ruthless record release, correct? Yeah. How did that? How did that come about? How did? How did? How did you get to that point? What? What? What, what was going down? Well, after Easy died, uh, we stay. We still stay connected with Ruthless Records, even though like their whole situation was like not structured out the way Easy would have done it. If Easy was would have been alive, once in a decade would have came out on Ruthless Records, no doubt. Yeah. If Easy was alive, so we went over there, dog. They didn't think like easy because we played some records for them. You were there. Yep. And they just, they didn't know what to do with it. If Easy would have been alive, who knows, bro? No who doubt. Knows what would have happened? That record would have could have sold 10 million copies. And this guy here, dude, like, he was like, hey, we're going to go up to LA. We're going to go to Ruthless Records. Do you want to go? I was like, hell yeah. So I remember, dude, I remember, I don't remember how to get there, but I remember pulling up, it was in a business park and we walk up to the door and it said Ruthless 101. And this dude tells me, ring the bell. I was like, what? There, me ring the bell? He's like, yeah, ring the bell. And they're like, yes. And we're like, uh, Mr. Little one here to see, uh, you know, if we're here for Ruthless Records. Oh yeah, come on in. And I said this, I've, I told this story before, but bro, like, Opening the door and seeing every single record that I idolized and gold records on the wall, the Ruthless Record banner, Little One would tell you, Little One was there for his record. I was like, oh, damn. I was like a kid in a candy store, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's- I mean that, that was a good time. And it was, man, you know, again, things play out the way they're supposed to play out. But I'm very grateful that I got to meet Easy and that we were recording for Easy. And I know, dog, that if Easy would have heard like Mr. Little One because he was into that, the he would have yep. ate that, bro, and it would have been game over. But it was game over anyway. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I remember that yeah. that uh, the decision was, you know, you 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 put it out as an independent, you know, release, and man, it's a it's a classic, bro. It's, yeah, man. I'm, you know, man, I'm grateful that you were a part of it. I'm grateful for the, you know, for all of that. Those recordings were timeless. The energy around that was timeless. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful, bro. I just think that record is really special because it was, uh, it was the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. How many, how many times did you, uh, hang out with Easy E? We didn't bang out any tracks, uh, with him. We banged out tracks for him. Okay. We were doing, um, when he was beeping with Death Row, we were doing yeah. some records at Mark Palladino's house, and in yeah. the process, he died. I got a big, yeah. uh, a big into conspiracy, so that's another story on its own. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. like I, I always tell the story too. Like, if that album was played in front of him, and it being released at that point, and if I was a feature on it, I'd probably be dead today. Because that was one of that's one of the things for me personally, I couldn't handle that lifestyle. Yeah. For me, every you 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 can relate to this, bro. Like everything for me was in excess. If I was gonna drink, I drink forever. Me too. If I was gonna have if I was gonna have women, I'm having as many as I can. If I'm gonna do drugs, I'm gonna do as many as I can. That's just 
my lifestyle. And I think having to be put in that platform and not having any kind of balance or discipline in my life, yeah, I would have cr- I would have crumbled. Yeah, I think I think I would have too. To be honest with you, you know who knows what would have happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all I do know because I was in the office with Easy E. I sat with Easy E. I played records in front of Easy E. If Easy E would have heard once in a decade, it would have been a different story. Yeah, it would have been you, over, man. Yeah, for sure. Do you think? Do you think your career would have been a different? Would have gone a different route, or you still think it would have been how would it, how would it turned up today? Which well, is very success. Which is very successful. It's a very successful career. Based on like from your perspective, of yeah. course, I think it would have been a whole different situation. I think the whole platform would have changed. I think once in a decade would have been accepted on the East Coast. I think uh, once in a decade would have been accepted by different cultures, by different, you know, it wasn't a uh, Chicano rap album. You know what I'm saying? There was lyrics on there. There was bars on there. The beats were different. The tempo was different. It was just a unique, incredible, put together masterpiece. So Mm -hmm. I think if it would have had that type of platform and those type of marketing dollars around it, um, it would have opened a completely different animal for the whole culture. I think the world would have got a peak of it on a way different platform, like at a whole different level. But with that being said, I mean, you you're still known around the world. Yeah, but that's what I was gonna say. Like from my from my perspective right now, I don't think about that. Like yeah. I just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't get stuck <laughs> in psychological time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But like if you go East Coast, little one, oh, they know who it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah Midwest. I mean, I've, been, I've been to New York, I've been in Chicago, like I, they know what's up, you know, and and it's cool, but at the end of the day, again, like where I'm at in my life, like I don't look at life like that anymore. Like I don't have the desire to be famous. Like I don't I don't have any desire to be praised. Like I don't care about that stuff. You know what I mean? I make music because I love to make music. And whatever's gonna mm-hmm. happen with it, that's what's gonna happen with it. I don't I don't sit here and say, yeah, like it's about like they're about to know. Like I, I, my life I live in a different <laughs> frequency now. But like no you know, you say you say you don't you, you don't like to get praised, but when you meet the fans, they're like Oh shit! That's Mr. Little One right there. Like, it's yeah, crazy, huh? Him, I always tell him to, to chill out with all that. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you know, Hell I mean, yeah. coming coming it from a fan perspective, it's it's pretty big. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just I how it is, man. Yeah, but I appreciate it. But you know, it's like I I try to I just try to tell them like. You know, it's, it's cool. It's just, yeah. I don't want to say, I don't want to, I don't want to take away from the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> hey, so let me ask you this, bro. So you've been, you've been in the game that long, right? We've been in, the, you've been in the game for years. From the time you got into the studio, made your first album to your latest album, technology has changed. Access to be able to record music has changed because before you would either have to go to a, a studio or know somebody to get into that. Now. And I'm not saying you, but now you see music just being put out, put out, put out, put out because the the ease of being able to record from your own home has has changed. There's more access to it, right? Where do you see it being more difficult? Because back when you started, it was hustle to get into the studio 
and hustle to sell your records or now there's still hustle there but it's a little bit different what do you see what do you see the difference between the two i can't really speak to that because i'm not in the in 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 the times now where it's releasing music do you think it was easier to get your product done back then and hustle or was it just all around easier to get it out and there's no more hustle what do you what's your opinion on that um i think uh it was better back then you know like things aren't important anymore like you know even like back then we bought albums we would open them we would read the credits we knew release dates we would go to the store like there was more essence there was more you know it was organic it was real now like the music isn't real anymore like i can make a hit song right here talking about chorizo you know yeah yeah and it's fucking stupid you know what i'm saying like so well, well that's how it you know maybe that maybe that's changed but to me i never stopped recording any differently i do things exactly the way i did them in 1996 mm-hmm mm-hmm the music because the music has sure changed you know what i mean people go into the studio they'll say a couple words blah 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 and then i mean the music, that, that depends who's listening i don't listen to it yeah I but it's all gpa I still have the same playlist that we had when we were on the table drinking out of Zeta. MC Ran. <laughs> Sade, remember? Yep. 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 Linkin Park. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I I still listen to that. Like I don't I don't really I don't even like I don't coexist with the new bullshit. With, with this new generation. The new I generation. Don't, I don't you don't listen. You don't listen to anything new, none at all. I mean, maybe maybe alternative rock bands. Okay. Yeah. But rappers, okay. no. No. Okay. So, yeah, no. so maybe I heard a G Easy song the other day, but it was because it was a return of the Mac. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, it was a remake, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was. I, I like the energy of it. That's it. But like, Who was it? Need to, like, go and buy like some. New rapper like nah. G Easy yeah, yeah. who? What? Yeah, G Easy. <laughs> the only yeah. reason why I know about the only reason why I know about new rappers because of my son. My son's like, yeah, hey, yeah. check yeah, this out. Same. My daughter, same thing. Yeah, and there's some of it. Be like, who the hell is that guy? You know what right? I mean? But it, it, you know, like it, it. Uh, I don't know if it's because the beats or the access to make the the access to make a beat is easy now, where you can take this, this, and that. And put it together, but a lot of it sounds identical to the last one. And oh, the new yeah. one sounds oh, like the one before that. I mean, it sounds like one long song. It sounds yeah. like a song that's the two years long. <laughs> <laughs> but the, th- the the thing is, the thing is about for fuck's sake, you know what I mean? <laughs> the thing, if you look at the music from. Our generation to this generation, the wordplay. There is no more wordplay. It's just blah 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 blah. As compared to back then, we all agreed to say, "Fuck this generational music." I'm Amen with it, man. That. Amen to that. Yeah. yeah. So I remember, like, somebody told me this, and I didn't really think about it. And I think some of the the best stuff that I personally wrote was when I went through some shit. Yeah, and I remember the Brown and GPA out. That Brown and GPA album had just, you know, it, it did its thing or whatever. 
this is when I was retired the first time and I was talking about like someone was talking about their music and I was like yeah man I don't know man I, I'm not with that shit no more and he's like well just wait wait till life throws some shit at you when shit happens and then you're gonna have something to write about and then that kind of resonated with me and then I had some personal shit go on and then I start recording again and it just seems like now when I look back years back I'm like this kid didn't know what the hell he was talking about. This dude was fucked up. This dude was even more fucked up than that guy. And I'm talking about my my body of work. And then, I, yeah. then the stuff that I do later, it's more real because I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody, bro. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. I yeah. do it. If I'm asked to go in the studio and write it, I'm going to write. I'm going to ask what the topic's about. If it ain't me, if, it, if it's about being on these streets, no. But if it's about being in a buffet or eating, going to a drive-thru or eating donuts, yeah. I got it on me. <laughs> <laughs> When I say taco, you say bell. Taco, bell. Bell. <laughs> and after that, you run to the bathroom. Yeah, oh, man. No, but, yeah, but you're, you know, you're right. I mean, when I was, uh, when I did an interview sometime last year, I don't like none of those albums mm-hmm. because of such, all the darkness that was going on in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't even like that guy. Like, I'm going to tell you one of the major factors that really touched me to be pure to my growth is I had to reconnect with like my inner child, bro. I had to reconnect with like who I was when I was five, when there was no dysfunction and no trauma and no hypocrisy and no death and no loss. And I had to like re-raise myself for everybody that didn't do like, there was a lot of part, there's a lot of parts of our emotions that are not developed because they were they were unattended dog. you know what i'm saying so yep. wherever i go now i i picture me as a little kid and i gotta take care of me i gotta make mm-hmm. sure that i do things right and re-raise my inner child because no one's gonna take care of you the way that you're gonna take care of you mm-hmm. and if you take care of you in a pure way guess what you're a better father, you're a better brother, you're a better friend, you're a better neighbor, you're a better artist, you're a better everything because you're taking care of yourself from a pure place. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we can pass that on to the people that we love, bro, because that's really important. There's a lot of there's a lot of trauma bond, you know, especially to people like us that come from where we come from because we didn't really have good leaders. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a lot of parts of us that were not developed in a high frequency. So the only thing that we could gravitate to is some low-level shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. So just me personally, that's what I had to do. I reconnected with when I was a child and and and, nur- and nourished my spirit and nurtured my spirit so I could. So I could be good all around. Mm-hmm. On that, on that intro, on the intro for the album. Now they're speaking that to you went back to when you were younger. I think it was the Requiem songs for the Dead. Um, was that you rapping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that. Yeah, those, like, oh, those were like the neighborhood songs. Like, yeah, the, like okay. the big homies used to come like get me and be like, "We'll be right back." Tell my mom. And they used to take me to the backyard boogies, and I used to go do the Sherman raps and go back home. <laughs> That's classic. So, another, another classic album. 
something something that you said right now like you said you had a you had a you have to go back and relate to a certain point or time in your life when you remember purity right and i know for me when i had my daughter the main thing that was messing at least within within myself was you have to now's the time to make it right right because i felt that like you said where i came from i didn't have that i didn't have that um that role model or that person to to school me right and if i did there was always the facade of life is a certain way but there's no reality involved with it and with my kids i honestly am just an open book with them i'm an open book about struggle i'm an open book about um uh uh decision making i'm an open book about my past even though there's things that i'm very not i'm not very proud of that i did yeah and my and my struggle so i see what you mean by like hey you know what it's like hey whatever my parents or my dad did do correct with me i got the time to make it right to make it right with them yeah and you know it's a it's a, it's an everyday thing bro it's i, I well, totally you know agree I mean, bro like, it's like uh we have to break the cycle mhm we have to break the chain because even me being a young dad like that wasn't enough at the time to really transform me in a pure way because the balance was more dysfunction than there was anything so it took time it took yeah. loss it took despair it took tragedy it took a whole bunch of things to really divert the energy and become a better me you know Yeah, I feel you. And I remember seeing like thinking back like I was I was young, you were young. And I know you probably do this now you see your kids at a certain age. And like I have a daughter that oh my son right now he's like my age where when I started really getting into the, to to rapping and yeah. he's to me he looks like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, we were little kids, bro. We were little you know? kids in downtown Kuwait pretty much, right? For real. Like my son, my son just turned 13 years old. Oh, that wow. shirt, that rap that I did on the Requiem, I was 12. Yeah. That's crazy. Campo hat, Campo jacket. Yeah. Infatuated with going to jail. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my son is 13 now. Like I was his age. Yeah, and you can't No, you bro, can't fat like a boy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crazy. And I see it like with my son would walk in dressed the way I would have walked in when I was 17. I'd be like, you better take that shit off, bro. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now, man. Like Like I'm my son would call me daddy, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. hi daddy. And I'm, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's the innocence, dog, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. That's what I mean. Like a lot of parts of our upbringing and our childhood They were left unattended. So who got mm -hmm. a hold of it? Dysfunctioned it. Yeah. Yeah. And it took us to go on this journey, whatever journey that was, it took us to go on that journey either to make a decision to make a change or it was an example by somebody else to see that it was there was something different out there. Oh well, yeah. Right. You know like like when I was studying this morning like I was reading about about repression and it's like a defense mechanism that's employed by the ego dog and it like it goes against 
anything that's a threat to you, like actually having the ability for you to make it conscious, bro. Mm -hmm. So you're just in repression, bro, like unable to accept and unable to really dwell in the things that are destructive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like living a life of fulfillment was something unfamiliar for us. We adapted to destruction. Yeah. Yeah, and that's because essentially, though, at the time, the whole world was burning around, burning down around us. Remember, the whole world that we created for us, that was created for us. Mm-hmm. Because that was our world. Yeah. A perimeter of neighborhood was our world. Mm-hmm. Dog, if me and you were in uh, Chula Vista, of uh, uh, San Marcos, we'd be like, whoa, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, we, we're far. You know what I mean? We're out of town. Hey, we're out of town. We're out of town. <laughs> we're out of town right now. We're out of town. You know what you I mean? Remember. That's but I, I remember, dude, I remember my cousin, my, my grandmother's cousin, he lived in Cardiff by the sea, and we would go there for Christmas, right? And my parents were like, hey, we're going to go out of town. <laughs> it was 45 minutes away, bro. It's not out of town. <laughs> it, 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 that's the reality that we have created for ourselves. If you guys were in San Marcos, if you guys were in San Marcos, just go a couple exits west, and you guys are in Vista. <laughs> yeah, right there, you know, right here. Like dog, that was our world. Yeah, you know, and it was just it was crazy, bro. But you know, here we are now. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Oh yeah, man. So, question for you: When did you decide about doing your podcast? I didn't want to do the podcast until I had spent enough time being accountable for my mistakes. Mm. I didn't want to do the podcast till I knew that I can speak on something and be pure about it. Because of where I'm at. If you're not pure, you can't talk about those things. Yeah. I, w- I won't betray who I am. You know what I'm saying? So I had to grow before I felt that it was pure for me to stand up and speak. So was your intention a, a podcast from the get-go? Or, or no. I know your intention from the get-go was transformation, change. Yeah. But did you think that you would have a podcast? Did you think no. that you would take it to that platform? Never in a million years that I think I'd have a podcast. Yeah, even though you had podcasts all the time uh, back in the day, Doc, because you were holding court and telling jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, imagine if they could hear us in a room, bro. Bro, hey, here's a funny story. I'm going to bring it up, dude. I remember one time, I want to say we were out in front of the studio. We had been drinking all day. We're recording, whatever. This dude all of a sudden goes, watch this. And he runs down the street. And then he runs back. He goes, what do you think? I was like, what are you talking about, Doug? Check it out. I didn't notice that there was a bush that he was jumping over. Remember that? You were jumping <laughs> over a bush. He was ju- he was running down the street and jumping over a bush and then running back and jumping back over it. But I, he didn't know. He, he didn't know I should have worn glasses in, so I couldn't see shit. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. No, bro. And that's crazy. Like, they're endless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but again, bro, like, I never thought that I'd be doing a podcast. But again, yeah. my objective isn't a million views, 
My objective is not money. My objective is none of that. My objective is a platform for people to be able to relate to other people that have been in despair and came out victorious. Mm. Yeah, I think that's dope, man. I that's think that's dope. dope. That's that dope, man. That's... Yep. Yeah. Coming, coming from, coming from like, again, I go back to it, my personal thing and hearing people share their stories. I listen to different podcasts where people share their stories. Uh, some are, some are good. Some are not so good, but it, it, it's a form of therapy for some people, bro. It Honestly. is. Like I you tell know. you, bro, on the drive home, I got a boatload of messages all from people saying, great job. I, I was able to relate. They said what you said. I was yeah. wondering how you were going to do it after Diggy. You know, I'm able to relate. Like, I, you know, I have Crohn's disease. I have the bag. You know what yeah. I'm saying, bro? Like, and yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah. That's what it's about, and I, like, bro. I didn't think, like I said, I, um, I, knew, I know who Diggy is. Me and him have chopped it up. MySpace days and Biggie's a, uh, um, a huge GPA fan, bro. Oh, bro, he posted he posted a live one time, bro, and he had my song playing and rapping it. And oh, he tagged bro, me in Biggie, it. Biggie's a GPA fan, bro. Yeah. Dude. But I never knew that kind of stuff about him, bro, right? Yeah. And I never knew his journey. I never knew his health issues and all that stuff. So then when I see it and then I follow him and I see him enjoying family time and I see him enjoying time with friends and it just makes it, it makes that content more valuable, at least to me now, because I know where he's coming from. Yeah, bro. And again, like, I don't, excuse my language, but I don't give a fuck about no fake shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, no there's doubt. an objective for that show. And it's not going to stop. Like, I am going to continue to make sure that the content is relatable to coming out from despair and making it okay and giving people hope that you can be okay even through despair. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right on. That's some that's some inspiring shit right there, man. It's crazy, man. Real talk, real talk, bro. Real talk. Like totally Thank different. You. That's crazy, man. Just again, for as long as I've known you, I just to see that. I'd see the platform. Well, bro, hear the, you've known hear the me, stories. You've known me when I was a walking nightmare. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You know me at my worst. Yeah. This, Likewise. This is, this is probably the first time that you and I have engaged at this point in our lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you know, I've mishandled my relationship with a lot of people, including you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's in that's during a time of emotional poison. Yeah. Where that's how bad it gets. The people you love become blurry from the destruction that you, that we cause. You know what I'm saying? And I've apologized to you before, and I apologize to you right now, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love you, dog. I've always loved you. I'm sorry for all the things that I've done that were inappropriate, and I, I've never stopped loving you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're likewise, bro. I mean, likewise, bro. I was no, uh, I was no saint. I know I made bad decisions, and we all did. Here we I are. Know, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, all gas, all gas and no brakes, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of town right now. 
we're going out of town. Where are we we're going? going out of oh, town. We're, we're going to Vista. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the funny thing about that dog, when they said, hey, we're going to go out of town, we're going to go to Cardiff, my, my, my grandfather, homie, would pack a little cooler with snacks. That's crazy. <laughs> It was like he had, hey, you want some olives? Hey, you want, I got some sandwiches. Like, dude, it's a road trip, bro. But it's like 45 um, minutes. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. That That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, I spent, I spent a lot of my time reading. I spent a lot of my time giving myself um, knowledge. So I know what I'm talking about. So yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's why I'm going to put these segments on the podcast that are just audio as well. Every Friday, there'll be an interview, but I'm going to put information out there that is just audio. So when people are driving, they can listen to that too, you know? Yeah. So are you right going to be, hey, are you going to be strictly YouTube or are you going to go on like other digital platforms? They're on, it's on all digital platforms. Say YouTube. YouTube. So <laughs> YouTube. I like the YouTube hey. portion of it. Hey. <laughs> Right yeah. now, when you interview, when you interviewed Shadow, what jersey was he wearing? Black <laughs> hoodie. He looked like he was gonna rob a bank. I wonder if he was wearing his tank top though, dude. His his authentic tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to Shadow, man. Shout out to Shadow. Number love to that guy, dude. Shadow, love, love number love, love to Shadow. Hey man, yeah. Shadow, man, Shadow. Every time I'll share with this this with you guys, man. When the uh, when the fucking COVID vaccine dropped, and I was you know sharing shit on my page, that fool would always come at me with some shit like, "Man, fuck all that shit," da da da, like fucking some funny ass shit. <laughs> you know what, bro? <laughs> this interview was really good, bro. It was really really good. Oh yeah, I bet, I bet. Hey, so cool. how did you how did you meet Shadow, bro? Uh, I met him through Night Out. Mm. Night Out was through, and Shadow was like two years old. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. He was a little kid, bro. Like, I was like 14 years old, bro. He was a little kid, man. Yeah, bro. He was like two years old. <laughs> but you would think, but you know what? <laughs> two years old. He was all like, hey, nice to meet you, Shadow. Yeah, uh, he's like, nice to meet <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, he that's how I met him. And you know, same. We linked up and we just remained friends. The Mistus. The Mistus, man. Mistus. Hey, finally. Finally, part, finally a, a true Mistus album, bro. Like, man, we were trying to get you on it, bro. Dude, it just didn't line up, bro. You it didn't line up that day when you hit me up. I was like, thought we need to get GPA on this shit. He was yeah. like, we yeah, can't bro. find him. <laughs> yeah, well, you hit me up, dog. And I had, I think I had, what did I have? I had an appointment or we had a podcast guest lined up that day. So I couldn't do it. That's all right. We're going to do your album and we're going to do some other shit. <laughs> I'm telling you a beat today. Hey, I better start working out so I can wear my leather vest with no shirt on, bro. Like, <laughs> like I'm in Jodeci, bro. I want that cane. Like this. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Damn, dog. Hey, man, the Mr.'s album, the, the first one that you guys dropped, still one of my all-time favorites, man. I don't like it. Uh, no? That nope. is like too that much alcohol. Is... <laughs> yeah, hey man, still real talk though, man. Real talk, you know what I mean? One of my favorite ones. Dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. But the um, a lot of my hey, uh, GPA. What's your uh, 
What's one of your uh, your eh, say your most favorite little one album, though? What's in a decade? Mm, no, nah, he's thinking. No, I he's thinking. I like the streets, dude. Oh, that's a good album. I actually like the streets. Hey, did you guys hear Ruthless? I haven't. I only heard like two cuts off of it. I only heard two cuts off of it. Bro. I'm about that's, to check it out. Yeah. That's the new and improved Boogeyman. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's still one of my favorite albums right there, man. The Ruthless? Boogeyman. Oh, the, the Boogeyman. Man. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a good album. I was hungry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. What you know? Once in a decade, I always have a special, uh, a special spot in my heart. Uh, I like wasted days and wasted nights because you know we're we're just yeah. we're off the hinges. Yeah. Not just in the studio, bro. We were. I don't we're know how you're hinges. not on that. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Shaking in your. Yeah, I'm on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, I'm on that one and six six six. And take, okay, so two songs, right? Yeah. So here's one thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this out here because not everybody knows this, and I don't even think you know this, little. My feature on Once in a Decade, and my two features on Wasted Days and Wasted Nights, they're all kind of connected. I, I I pick up where I left off on each one. So on the on the Wasted Days and Wasted Nights one, uh, the end line is like I think it's like motherfuckers want to gamble, come and place your bets. Yeah. Right? The song yeah. on 666. Now I see your place, your bets, and I'm going to put you in your place. Oh, the GPA, yeah. Mr. Little One, right? And then, and at the end, I said something about hesitation and then shaking in your boots was no, with no hesitation, putting these holes up in your dome. So oh, I connected yeah. I connected all those three. Yeah, you see, though, no, you've always been super clever like that, dog. You little sneaky. I had to. I had to, bro. That was like, it was the biggest albums I was ever on. So I was like, I got I to gotta bring it. I ain't trying to suck. That's I'm super to take, dope, hey, I'm gonna have to take those. I'm gonna have to take those acapellas and make one song out of it. <laughs> yeah, right? Shit. Except for the last one. The last one, like I said, I, I don't. Uh, it was good at the time. It was a time in the moment, but it's no longer that way. And that's Bro, it, you know, I just he hasn't even heard that unreleased "Shaking in Your Boots" part two. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. Hey, what the hell is that ever gonna come out? <laughs> I don't know, bro. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I don't, it'll get out. It'll get out. Hey, so a hey, little, that little make him a that, that. Go ahead, Robert. Little, hey, little, make him a deal, dog. If, if he drops an album, you put that album on that. On that on, he on, is on the... going to drop an album, bro. <laughs> so that, no that song right there, that part two, bro, like that was all perfect storm. Yeah. Shadow had asked me, like, hey, you want to do it? You want to do it? Like, nah, 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 nah. And I remember around the time that I that I finally called Shadow, I found out my dad had cancer. Oh man. And I remember I remember just like just having this weight on my shoulders. My head felt like it was gonna explode. And I called Shadow. I'm like, hey, I'm down. And he's like, for what? Are you gonna record? I'm like, yeah, shoot me the beat, I'll write it, and then you let me know what's up. So I wrote it, and then he's like, All right, you're gonna be you're gonna go to Steve's and record it. And when I'm in and then I'm in Steve's house, and all of a sudden, this dude comes to the door. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and it was good, man. That that song was like, it was a release, dude. It, I mean, it, gonna, there's uh there's never gonna be another GPA, you know? No. Never, bro. Never. Like, we're doing an yeah. album on you, bro. No matter what you say, bro. Nice. Let me know hey, when man. you get to do my voice. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming I want, again. I want Joe Pesci to play me in my movie, bro. Uh, 
<laughs> We're gonna play each or, other in the movie, dog. Or Danny DeVito. I'll go good with Danny DeVito because I kind of, you know, saying I gotta, I gotta listen away first. That shit's coming, yeah, bro. Good times, bro. Good times. Hey man, the other day I was listening, you know, to uh, just to my music app, and all of a sudden I even sent you clips of it where in the song "Controlando" with you and Shiesty at the end, where you guys do that skit. Oh, bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, fuck, dude! I was fucking rolling with that shit, bro. Yeah, that shit was insane. We were, we were always, doing, but that was just what how we did, did. How did that come apart? How did, how did that come up just out of nowhere? We're in the studio. Asked me like, "Hey, you down to do some shit in Spanish?" I'm like, "Sure." I did like eight songs in one day. Yeah, and he wrote them while he, he was recording them. Yeah, he was <laughs> playing the beats, and I was like, "All right, I'm ready." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what the fuck did you just do? Hook and everything. He uploaded it, bro. He was like, Purr. Yeah, bro. No, he like, did it. Like, You're gonna say this part. Like it was it was it was easy. We did that. He did a he did a Spanish version of uh Nicle Bolsas. <laughs> yeah, that was on the spot too. That was all on the spot. Oh Jeez, man, that's man. yo, but that, that shit was classic, dog. I still bump that shit to this day. Some yeah, good stuff, good man. Good for a good time. So I know you're busy with your podcast now. Do you are you working on any projects or do you have any like releases? Yeah, in I have the near a, future. You know, you know, I like rock songs, so I have a, I have like a, a, a like the little Uno stuff, like you know the the beach vibe kind of. Yeah, some of those type of songs. It's called Liberated. I was gonna release it the same day as the podcast, but I pushed it back because I want to get the right visuals for it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do one more album, and I'm gonna release it on Halloween this year. Then I'm just gonna focus on the podcast. So I need you on that project. You got me. All right. You got All me. All right, bro. All right. I'm me. gonna send you a beat today. Okay. <laughs> he said. He said he gonna send it right now. Today. Right now. He's like. Beep, beep, beep. Today. So. So that's really where I'm at musically. I'm gonna release yeah. that liberated album. It's super dope. Real, some real cool songs on there. And I'm like six songs into the. It's gonna be called the assassination. Yeah, dude. So, where do you get the names for your albums, bro? That's one thing I've always liked about like your titles. Yeah, thank you. I don't know. They just come. Cause I like when I heard he when he said, "Hey, I'm gonna call it Wasted Days and Wasted Nights." I was thinking some Freddie Fender shit. Yeah, and then yeah. it wasn't it wasn't Freddie Fender. Yeah, it wasn't Freddie Fender, bro. And then just you know, like Fender Bender, right? Like, but it, it, you've always had a, a good choice of 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 titles and albums, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm, I'm really excited about the assassination, though. You're gonna like those songs. Nice. I just nice. took Shadow to the studio and got him on some of it and. It's dope. I just redid the oldie. It's okay, dog. Remember when we were trying to get Mad One, Mad Man to do it, and he couldn't do it? Yeah. It's okay. Remember? Yeah. The oldie. Yes. Okay. So got I it, dog. It. Nice. I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay. Damn. Oh, see, see, so, see. I'm gonna like that track. <laughs> hey, he already so, agreed to do it here live. All right. This <laughs> <laughs> is proof. Got if me. he doesn't do it, if he's sending you a beat when we're hang up, when we hang up. Okay, no if doubt. If he doesn't do it, we're gonna go get him out there. No, he's gonna no, do it. Man. You be a man of his word. 
Always have yeah. been. Sasquatch. So, 2020, man. 2020 was a crazy was a crazy year. Everybody's kind of normalcy kind of changed a little bit. I know you guys are doing shows and 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 live interviews and stuff like that. So, how have you adjusted to that? Because I know you love performing. I know you yeah, love traveling. I mean, at, around that time, anyway, I was just financing a lot of the Latin lockdowns. But at 2020, like, again, and I don't mean to sound um, <clears throat> not sensitive, but, like, I have, I created my own universe, bro. Like, I don't really depend on too much from the outside world to keep me going. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And just the way, like, the digital world is, like, we make money anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? So nothing really changed for me outside of growing. I spent more so- time reading, more time exercising, more time with my kids. Um, yeah. You know, the only thing that really came to light and is I got out of a relationship that I was in because it gave me the opportunity to see how that was starting to be a threat to my growth, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I think so, that happened to a lot of people in, in, in last year. Like if you yeah. were doing bad, you got worse or you got better. If you had problems in your marriage, you either fixed them or you got divorced. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and, yeah. and that, you know, I would say that was the only thing that I really dealt with that I had to grow from. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, nothing really hey. changed. Hey, little. Um, I had a question. Uh, a few months ago, you you made an announcement that you were uh, you guys were trying to do an album with you, Little Rob and Mr. Shadow. Any word on that? Is it going to go down? Or who knows? No, it's up in the air. It. We're working on it. It'll okay. come. No. It'll come. Okay. Not, uh, you know, some eradication of the egos. That's all. Boom. That's boom. All. <laughs> So I notice, I notice, I notice within the last year, you're, you're, you're becoming more and more visual heavy, right? Where you're, you're doing more videos, right? How's that process similar? I've never filmed a video. How's that process similar to being in the studio? What's that day look like? Is it? Well, I just want to tell you, you should get ready because we're going to shoot videos to your old (laughs) shit. shit. But anyway, uh, it's the same. For me, it's the same. I see it in my head and I bring it to life. You know, I did hear a little bit of Reggie's interview. And, you know, there was there was more participation on my end that I got credit for. You know, and I'm not talking about the credit. I just mean the artistic participation. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's what I do with the videos. The videos are exactly how I hear it in my head. Like, it's important to me that the video looks the way the song sounds. Yeah. Quality. Yeah. Oh, but I like. I think we said it too. I remember you going in there and being like, hey, dear, remember this one? And you sing the melody and do that. Or um, which are the some of the hooks and some of the ideas and the skits. Yeah, and the, hey, you need, can you come I and say why? You. Can you come in here and just say why? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'd just be like, okay, what are we doing today? I'd just be like, okay, you got everything ready? Yeah, okay. Go like this. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now give me this baseline. 
Give me a piano. All right, cool. Give me a worm. You know what I'm saying? And I'd come in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the mind every day, all day. Y'all want to hate, got to fight the pay. Triple OG just back in the day, little mama come grab and spread a plate and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so like for the videos, <laughs> is that like something that's pre-planned out or are you just freestyling the whole thing? Nah, I don't freestyle it. I think about it and then I make it happen. Because that's mm. different. That's a visual. Like, yeah. I have to, like, I don't know if you saw my video. Oh my God. Like, yes. I went to the cemetery and I talked to the person and told them I needed the cemetery. I needed the church. I dressed like a pastor, you know, face. I used my kid, you know, the whole shit. Mm -hmm. And what does that usually take? Is that like a day? Is that a day project? Is that a day project? Couple day project? That took like three days. Okay. Hey, uh, what do you want? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, told uh, I told GPA man. He's like, oh man, I don't do videos. I don't take pictures. Hey, I told the man. I remember I looked it up on the internet and I sent him some luchadores. You know the mask with the luchador on it. Nah. Put that on. Get him on the video, man. <laughs> GPA doesn't give himself credit to how incredibly amazing he is, but he's about to do some videos. He's about to re-release the album, and he's about to drop a brand new album. Oh, yeah. hey, you got the little one, got the production. I got the photography. What else? I'm, I'm going oh. to I'm going to provide all of it. Doesn't matter. You just tell me who you want and it's done. Cool. Appreciate it. All there right. I want my I want my face painted like the road warriors. Remember the uh, Legion, the, right. the, the wrestlers? Huh? Can I be the second one? Yeah, dog. I want to be hot though. I want to be hot. You could be animal. Bro. No, bro. Hey, like even like, hey, people don't know this, but all of GPA's music are like his idea. Yeah. GPA yeah. didn't go to the studio and rap on a beat that was already made. Like all that stuff that you hear from GPA, like those were all his ideas. Hey, little one. Um, you think if Easy E would have heard Hard Times, you think he would have signed my boy over here? Once in a decade, Hard Times, Shadow would have been on there. Nida, like dog, it would have been crazy, bro. Like it would have been a whole different movement. Damn, y'all next. That's the first thing Easy would have said. Like, okay, that guy featured that we need to do his project. We would have had beats by G. We would have had beats by GPA out here. Oh, <laughs> Straight up, bro. Would have been a cool. You think my my vinyl collection would have been more out of control than it is right now, dog. Like, that's my pastime right now. I just collect vinyl. That's dope. Get, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to uh, get every single MC brand. So far, I got. I got four out of five right now. Oh, that's dope. That's super dope, bro. They're hard. They're hard to find, and anything that's old school, ruthless record print, it's yeah. hard to find right now. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Hey, little, are you yeah, ever man. gonna put um? You ever gonna put any of your albums on vinyl? Yeah, maybe just for Pete's sake. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, Once in a decade, have them. You know, maybe maybe put them up in my house. You know. Yeah, yeah I could I could spray them for you too. We can spray them like you know gold or platinum color. No, let's keep put them on there. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's what's praying with fruit? <laughs> <laughs> or three flowers. There was uh, Dracar, dude. Dracar. Yeah, deep breeze. Uh, cool water. Yeah, cool water. Uh, smelling oh, like it smelling like smelling like TJ on Saturday night, bro. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that, bro. Like that. Hey man, if you if you had that on, man, you were it was on and popping, bro. Oh, oh damn. Smell good, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless you had allergy, unless you had allergies, me a girl that had allergies and her eyes would start everything would start oh, running. Man. Oh, fuck that. Hey, you remember, remember the Saturday night showers, dog? You go there. Yeah. Go to it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. I, let's I remember go. my little my little homie's mom used to sell uh, Avon and shit, and he used to wear this cologne. Shit smelled like pure fucking cinnamon, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Hey, man, that shit was popping, though, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, when I did have hair, it was three flowers. And then, you know, I decided yeah, that my... Three I decided flowers. that my airline, my hairline was my enemy, so I just started taking the hair off, bro. And she used to wait, I, I, Hey, y'all ever wake up? That shit was on your pillow, on fucking everything, bro. Everywhere, bro. And you couldn't get it out of your hair? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That shit, that shit was So you wild, got your projects bro. coming. You got your projects coming out. You got your podcast. What else you got? What else you got cooking up over there? Um, The podcast is, is the main objective. I got a couple of artists that I'm working with and uh, mark my words when this is all over I'm gonna do a huge festival like a Latino Coachella mm. with every Latino artist that has ever done it and I'm gonna do it in Ventura because if you look at Ventura and you look at the circle around it here's Camarillo here's Oxnard here's Los Angeles here's Orange County here's San Diego there's Riverside, there's Bakersfield, there's Santa Maria, here's Santa Barbara, all Latino markets. And I'm talking like Cypress Hill, Funk Dubious, Mellow Man, Frost, Tierra, Malo, El Chicano, Little Rob, you know, uh, fucking Amanda Perez, Gemini, Magic. GPA. You know what I'm saying? Like Frankie J, Baby Bash. Like that's never been done. Mm-hmm. And our culture needs that. So Yeah, that'd be dope, man. So, so imagine that festival being promoted in all of those markets. Yeah. I got something to show y'all, man. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh man. Hey, one, of the things, one of the things I've seen you guys get into this year, man, that I thought was super dope, dude, was bars and guitars. Oh yeah, that was tight. Oh, was dope. I was tight. Bars and guitars. Yeah, man. How did that come? How did how did how did that happen? I saw a shadow do it. I said, hey, give me his number. <laughs> like that, huh? I did it next week. The following week. <laughs> yeah. That, that was pretty dope, man. Like there's that I've seen him do a couple of videos with people. There's a guy named Einer Banks that does like the ukulele. Yeah. And he does like and he puts it down like that. I think that that's yeah, uh Ross, man. Ross is dope, man. He's a dope yeah. artist, dope ass dude. And he's super, super talented. I got him on the Liberated album. We did two songs from scratch. Wow, sick. Yeah, I think it's dope because it's more of like a more intimate, unplugged version of everybody's songs. You get to showcase your skill as an artist, you know? Yes. And if you can uh, if you can get through your lines live without losing your breath and all. 
and not having a hype man. Yeah. Hey, little, I, little, I had a question for you. I had a question for you that um, Mr. Little One Chapter Uno album was that more like a compilation or was it like an album album from yours? No, that was just a garbage ass album. Hey man, <laughs> fucking shit. That's the truth. That's honestly, hey man, right? Hey, that song Southside, that shit is dope because you did an English and then you did That's Spanish for it. album, but all right. Just for that, I'm going to go put that shit on my story, man. <laughs> We're going out of town. We're going out of town, bro. We're going out of town. We'll be in HB. I'd be like, hey, yo, man, that song was dope. Really? Nah, man, we're, man, going, we're going on a road trip, dude. We're going to Hamul. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the thing, bro. <laughs> we're going Look, on a road. We're going to albums that I think were real albums. Once in a decade, maybe Wasted Days and Wasted Nights, 13 Scorn, Boogeyman, Voices. Once in a decade, two. Did I say Requiem already? No. Yeah. Requiem, no, Requiem was a real album. The Streets was a real album. The Diagnosis was a real album. That's a hard album to find, bro. The Diagnosis is a real, real good album. It uh, is. Khalifa Very good album. was a real album with me and Shiesty. Yeah. That was a still... real album. The Boogeyman was a real album. That was. The Boogeyman was a real album. Um, that music video, man, for The Boogeyman. Ooh. That was something else, bro. That was a garbage, but okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you look at his videos now, dude, look at the videos then. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's, it's different. I, I get it. And Ruthless was a real album. So I would say about 11. Oh, and The Mistress. The Mistress mm-hmm. was a real album. And the first one was good, but, you know, that honestly, no ego. Like, me and Shadow were just that good, bro. Like, we would just be able to end there and make good music, you know. But like this last one, like we we really created the symbiosis. But anything that I've ever done with Shadow, me and that dude are like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, coming yeah. from my point of view, from my point of view, I still I still think the first one is better. That's my personal opinion. Hey, this interview is over, Doc. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out of town. I'm going out of town, bro. I got road go trip. Wait. Going to road going trip. to Hakumba. Hakumba. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's because those records, bro, they're the first of their kind, bro. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And so, your covers. Your covers have. Uh, there's another thing that I like about your albums are your covers from the first one to your latest one. Like that. I like the. I'm a, I'm a big. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know if the correct word I'm going to use for it. I like sinister characters. Yeah. And seeing and seeing your ruthless album, I see that that sinister yeah. character yeah. in front of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, actually, what's your the the what's your the thought video, process on those covers now, dude? Like, what do you what do you what do you how do you same, get to same? Like, I didn't care before. Like now, I like now I'm in complete control of everything. I my music, my videos, my artwork, everything. So it, the artwork is very important to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. like even I'm gonna send you the song. It's okay, and I'm playing the Joker again. Okay, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, I like it, dude, because that character, that's kind of those kind of characters. They've all, I've always, uh, I've been drawn to their story. I don't know, even like that movie. I don't know if you saw it. Oh yeah, the it, Joker. It, 
yeah, I thought it was a very good movie because it's it's real. It's it's real. Yeah, it's 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 what somebody can actually take the extreme to and be yeah. that brittle and just you know explode. You yeah. know? Oh man, that total destruction. Yo, that shit was trash. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's okay. That's his opinion. Sorry, right, we're out of town. We're going out of town. Yeah. <laughs> I think the call's breaking up here. The call's breaking up. We're having problems here. So this man. this party this party is strictly for the homies. <laughs> oh, okay, dog. Oh man. So, dude, I think it's dope, man. Your 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 uh, transcendence from your past. Where you're going? You should have been ideas. sponsored by Alize back in the day, man. <laughs> Damn. Hey, which which one was your favorite? What color? I don't even talk about that garbage anymore, bro. Oh fuck, man, dude. Uh, we're going on a road trip. We're out of town. We're out of town. We're going to Chula Vista. <laughs> hey, I got sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> I got the waters. <laughs> I got some Capri oh, Suns man. over here, dude. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. <laughs> so, <laughs> now that you're in control of all that, do you find it harder with all the digital platform business and doing all that stuff, or is it just kind of just all automatic and I don't have no anything but a chicken wing? Anything, so I don't. That doesn't bother me. I just I have passion for it. It's pure to me. So. I don't care about any of that. I just release it because it's what I love to do, you know? So, no doubt. So putting the visuals together are, are easy. Super easy. The easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Really? Yeah. No shit, huh? Because I remember you say in your in the podcast that you were on earlier today, you were saying how videos used to be like this big giant production and it was remember it was forty grand or fifty grand for a yeah. for a yeah. video. And it was like something that was unattainable. Shoot a video with an iPhone, dog. Yeah, well, (laughs) back then you had to have this big old box and yeah. I mean, (laughs) boom, dude. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys something. If you guys saw, oh my god, and and crazy and like the tsunami video and all that, like you guys are really, really gonna get be blown away with this new video I'm doing. Sick. It's like a movie. Sick. That's sick. Dope and openness. And for somebody that is coming up, what would be your first thing to tell them? Stay pure. End of the day, huh? Stay pure. Go listen yep. to Once in a Decade, man. That's it. I always say that. I always say that. Like, go back and listen to Once in a Decade. Like, that shit was pure as fuck. Yeah. That shit was a little it, it just happened. It just happened, bro. It just happened. Hey, little That's one, it. I see you, you know, you're, uh, uh, you know, healthy living now, healthy eating. What is your favorite type of food that you, your to-go food now that you like? You guys want to see? I'll show you. Hold up. Oh. Oh, shit. Sick. Man, you better not come in with a bag of lettuce or something, man. <laughs> nah, he ain't, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All my meals... Meal prep. Okay. All my meals right here, bro. Like, I like organize everything I eat. Shit, that's like one sitting for me right there, bro. 
So I just, I don't, when I started training, I didn't know where it was going to take me because at first I did it for, for, you know, the wrong reasons. Like, oh, I want to, I want to look like this. But once you get into the training and, and you're growing as a person, like, I just want to expand my life, bro. I want to be able to die and see my children grow up and meet all my grandkids, bro, and live as long as I possibly can because while I had the ability to expand my life, I did. That's dope. So no That's more uh, no no more carne asada burritos? Oh, I had one yesterday. I didn't say that. <laughs> for the road trip the part not in, in the 90s in the high 90s it? I eat I eat clean hey Real what was what? rice veggies water 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 you know yeah. in San Diego man what's what what's fair taco shop out there in Diego 25th and market <laughs> There's always a line there, bro. I I don't care. I wait. And it's not just a regular line, bro. It's like all the way out, yeah. dog. Yeah, it's like cross the bridge. At twelve <laughs> at twelve at night, bro. It's all the way out. Yeah. What's it called? And then uh, Roberto's on Idaho and Oklahoma Boulevard is bomb too. I never had okay. that one. Tacos and Gordo for sure. I think that kind of they 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 kind of fell off a little bit. Tacos del Gordo, man. I don't know. Tacos del Gordo, as soon as we done talking, I'm going out of town, dog. <laughs> hey, little, your artwork. When I met you, I think you only had like two tattoos. Yeah. Over the years, you become a collector. Yeah. Is it all has all has meaning? Correct. Everything has meaning. Every single thing on me has meaning. And, you know, as I got, you know, deeper into my growth and I started, like, filling myself out, uh, you know, I just put more meaningful things on me, you know? It's, I look at it like you said, like art, you know? Yeah. So what's going to happen, most, Doug? Oh, no, what was the most painful ahead. one? Was this this one hurt? Yeah, this really hurt. It hurt. But you see, this this says always us, bro. Which is me and yeah. Angelina. We have a thing that we've been that we've said to each other since we were since she was little. Always yeah. us. So this, it you can't really tell, but it says always us in Chinese. Okay. Right. Hey GPA, you see, dog? You see the lower piano. back wasn't so bad, dog. <laughs> I have the piano with the lifeline. And then this means father, right here. Oh, that looks painful. Right as here, I have the clock with the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it all has some kind of meaning. How many hours did you have on that when you got blasted? I did it in three pieces. So a lot of hours. Yeah. It was very painful. Yeah, imagine it if it's like. <laughs> Imagine Sometimes if it would have been with us. Forget, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like our brain, it doesn't register like permanent pain. Like you can remember it, but it doesn't stay with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Otherwise, people wouldn't go back. Yeah. The last one I got, I got one on my leg. It was more of I was telling Albert. It was more of a ink therapy. Oh, okay. 
it just like it, it was it was an intense tattoo but after it was done i felt great yeah it was to yeah, the I point that i didn't i didn't tap out that my cousin was the one that tapped out i was like bro i'm done like it was like oh. sick, going on six hours oh dog like this which one was it this one right here that shit was yeah. seven hours yeah that was seven hours bro you know that was crazy yeah i mean then you leave and you're like fuck and then you're right back there in two weeks right because he's like i want to get another one you gotta get another one gotta get another one gotta get another one (laughs) that's crazy man man, and and, hey dog and real shit bro you know brother to brother bro like i'm proud of you guys man keep doing what you're doing man anything that i can ever do to support bro you know that i'm here gpa broski i need to get you on the podcast asap and uh real shit too bro like we need to get you in the studio bro i'm gonna send you some peaks for sure like i was telling albert man like there's like every time someone posts something on instagram and they put the song on there that's mine i don't even get credit for that because the song that they're posting the name under that is called mount hollis I don't even know crazy. who the fuck that is. I don't yeah, even know who the fuck that like, is, dog. But we can fix all that. Like, dog, you're a legend. You're yeah. a legend, bro. Thank you're you. You're an absolute legend. And, you, dog, you owe it to the game, bro. And I don't mean the demand, demanding way. I mean it, like, because of everything that we all went through together, Shadow's done his thing. Night Owl's done his thing. I've done my thing. A lot of people didn't think, but... Like your pieces, like you need to come with like your shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you're a part yeah. of us. We're a part yeah. of you. Everywhere we go, everybody asks about you. You know what I mean? That'll yeah. probably be, be the the most fucking the highest demanded fucking people will be waiting for that record, bro. You know what I'm saying, dog? And I think that you should do it, bro. I think that you should do it the way that you want it, the way that you see it, the way you've done all your other albums, all your other music, I mean, that's remained timeless. You know what I'm saying, bro? And I just think that as brothers, of course, we've always been brothers, we'll forever be brothers, but you got to throw something in that pot, broski. You got to throw your GPA album from beginning to end, where you're at right now, it's like a missing puzzle. It's like that missing puzzle because piece, you know man. What? Because at some point, bro, like that's gonna have a lock, you know. And even though you're already in there, you're you're planned set forever. Like, bro, there's more. Mm-hmm. Right? I like me. Like, I'm done after this album. I'm done. I'm gonna go do my podcast. My my shit is done. Like, you gotta come leave that. Mm-hmm. You're a legend, bro, and you're you were ahead of your time when I met you. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, there's not another there's not another GPA. And you need to do that, bro. For real. Thank bro. you, man. Thank you. I appreciate all that, man. Like of course, bro. It's the truth. Bro. You know, we've had we've had that we've had the talk, and me and Albert's had the talk and and you like you believe like, me, we, man. The, we've had the talk, man. We've had the talk. Yeah. The conversation that I had last with you was that I had a footprint. I don't have this big, long, just you know, you know, records out, but my footprint is deep. Yeah, your, is there. your footprint's eternal. Yeah, you have an eternal footprint, but there's more, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, 
I'll be wearing the GPA shirt, the GPA hat. Like, let's go. No and doubt. I know Shadow Will. I know. And my leather vest. I know Dice Will. I know Diggy Will. I know yeah. anybody that's anybody will be wearing that T-shirt supporting you as one of the fucking releases, bro, that has been long overdue. And it's due, bro. We need to do cool. this. I appreciate overdue, it, man. Even hard times. hard times. Hard times. Like, this is not going to stop. No street doubt. poetry, well, street poetry, just, bro. Like it's. I have a whole album, dog, that never got released. I see, have a second album that never got released. Okay, well, that that needs to come out. Yeah, that all that other, you know, I'm dealing with people that I didn't want to deal with no more. That's when I walked away and was like, "Fuck all this." Way, way too dope, bro. You're way, way too like you're high level, broski. Like it's it'll just be one of the most anticipated albums in, in period, bro, in the game. Oh man, I appreciate that, Doc. For I sure, hundred percent, dude, dude. For sure, man, I've bro. been, t- I've been Let's telling go. him that since since the day I met him. <laughs> and, and because we have to do some of that, all that stuff from scratch, I do want you on the assassination. So when this is over, please send me your email because I have a beat ready for you. Cool, no doubt, Doc. Thank you. Right, you guys you. heard it. You guys heard it on the podcast, man. You guys heard no it doubt, on the man. podcast. Hey, no you doubt. know what? Hey. Hey man, I was the first person to get GPA on the podcast show, man. There I got go. that. I, I got that. Uh, those are my bragging rights, right there, man. They they be uh, like, what you do? Be like, what you do? But my fuck, I got GPA on the show. What the? He fuck? just asked, dude. That was it. He asked. Nobody else is asking, and I got a story to tell, and I still didn't tell everything. Hey, little, I didn't know. I I, I didn't know that out that we were following each other on social media. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> yeah, me yeah, and Albert were following each other and he didn't even know it was GPA. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Dude, that's Sasquatch, dude. I hate I'm this guy. That's crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah, that but way you know, when I go honestly, that way when I go on a road trip, bro, it's not a problem, you know? Dog, the time is now for real, for real, for real, bro. Yeah, real. I feel the you. The time is now, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's time for you. So I feel you. you know, off air, bro, really like let's talk. I'm gonna get you on the podcast. And really, bro, I mean, me and Shadow talked about it a hundred times. Like, let's get in the lab, bro. Let's get to work. Hey, I was telling G- I, I, I was telling GPA, man, like, when they mentioned, when they mentioned you, Little One, Mr. Shadow, Aztec Tribe, Night Owl, GPA is always, that name is there, too. Oh, because he oh, was there from the beginning, from the he's motherfucking a, get-go. He's a legend, bro. He's a legend. That's what, he's a legend. He's a legend. That's what I've been saying, beyond, man. Bro, like, he's he's That's one what of the people. He don't like it when you call him a legend. He's one of the best. That doesn't matter if he likes it or not. He's a legend. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. That uh, is and, what hey, I'm Doc, saying, man. And uh, the 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 support is reciprocated to you as well, bro. Like, if there's anything we can do, we got a little platform. But if there's anything we can do to support your your podcast you. and, you and all that have. stuff, dude, you, you know, we got have. you. Thank you, bro. And let's stay connected, bro. And let's keep on going. For sure, man. So, Sounds hey, good, man. Is there anybody you want to shout out? Is there anything you want to say before everybody. we? I want to shout you guys out. I want to shout out everybody out there, um, fighting the good fight. I want to shout out the whole planet. I want to shout out uh, the the classic that GPA is about to record. We don't have the title yet, but it's coming. That's it. <laughs> no doubt. Shout out to my boys, man. G Funk Junkies, dog. Shout out oh, to them. G Funk Junkies man. again. So we got homies, dude, that do a podcast. I don't know if you caught caught that one. 
Shadow reposted it. These guys do um, reviews of older releases, and they oh, did okay. a two-part series on on Shadows Till I Die. Oh, dope. very into it. They're dope. gonna be kind of mad at us because we didn't mention that you were coming on the show tonight, or else we would have had like hey, five or out, six questions for them. Those homies too, man. You know, let's let's rock. I, 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 I probably see. I probably foresee a little one album being dissected down because these guys, bro, they break the album down to the snare. To the drum beat, to to, to bro, the reprint, oh, to the original, yeah, no, to no, the reprint. I have, one, I have one request. What's up? What's up? EPA, listen to Ruthless. You got it. I got you. Listen to the Ruthless it's album. Entirety. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right, yeah, bro. We with it. Got it. All right, man. Cool. Hey, so with that, thank you for tuning in to the ALR GPA podcast. Little, thanks for coming and taking time out of your day. And with that, remember, wash your hands. After you wash your ass, stay away from people, and wear a mask. And we out. Mind your business. Mind your business. And pack a lunch when you travel. We're going to town. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it, doggy dog. Salute, man. Anything for you, bro. Salute. Cool. All right, bro. Peace. All right, you guys. Peace. Late.